we are back, everybody. Back Recording again. remote. No longer in the, uh, what the hell's it called? Spare bedroom <laughs> studios. We're in the, uh, in the working on it basement the, the studio. The frigid basement studio. Man, not frigid. Yeah, got, the, got the fire going. Fire roaring. Fire's roaring. I'll warm it up in just a little bit. My name is Vinny. Welcome back to Killer Pod from Outer Space. I'm here with the lovely co-host, Jeff. Hello, good sir. This uh, so we're working on the the cell phone recording. No producer this evening. Yeah, so he's uh, busy or something. Yeah, prepare for mediocrity. I think the cell phone is sounding pretty good. <laughs> I think got so the, far so good. We I feel awkward about the the mic hooked to my shirt. Though. I like it. It's like an old game show mic. They're not uh, a new game show mic. Yeah, but we're like both like looking show. down and talking. Do we yeah, need to do really. that? I'm looking straight ahead. All right, they're good mics. Why not? All right, so little week long hiatus. I think we needed to recover. Yeah, we had a um, quite the time. That probably was a good week-long hangover. That was... Yeah. It got rowdy. Um, I don't know if we should apologize or say, hope you got a good laugh, yeah, audience. Yeah, it, it was hilarious. Unintentionally, <laughs> the drunk episode. It, yeah, I mean, I knew it was going to get a little out of hand with uh, Brother Pete being on. Because I, I knew he was going to bring good beers. We were going to have our own beers. Um, yeah. Pete yeah. is a boatload of fun to drink with. Yeah. And then it went off the rails. All right. Which uh, we weren't planning for, but it happened. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, the next day was not fun. Not remembering the I'm episode. Glad I, I'm glad I was off from work. Yeah, that was, that was not silly. Uh, whatever. Yeah, what happens. time were you in? 6 a.m. or something? Who knows? 7. 7. Doesn't yeah, matter. Good. I made it. That was miserable. That's not good. The anxiety monster has returned. Back in full force. Yes. But not during recording sessions. Nope. I'm feeling good. The fire is really a mood bumper, man. I'll tell you. Nothing like a good fire. Oh, yeah. The smell. The Put one in the warmth. studio. <laughs> Just cut a big old hole in Dr. Love's uh, side. Po- poke a chimney out. He needs to let us move the studio. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. Out. Um, all right. Want to dive right into beer? Yeah, man. What do we got? So... Different one this time. Not a local Pennsylvania for this week. Whoa. Cool can, though. Yeah. It's got like a vampire de- demon dude. It looks kind of like the like one of the vampires from uh, Blade 2. Yeah. It's got some robot looking eye. Yeah. The only problem is... Hold on. You don't know where it's from? I can't find the fucking name. It's a dark can. It's down here on the bottom. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. Oh, shit, it is Pennsylvania. All right, so we're in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Clearly, I have not had this. I have never heard of it, but it sounded cool. It's called uh, Smooth with a V, Criminal. It's a strawberry banana double dry hopped IPA from Roots Experimental Ales in Gibsonia, Pennsylvania. Ooh. So I uh, knew nothing about these guys, clearly, but it sounded cool um, from what I read about the beer before I bought it. It is a fruited IPA, but it's not like falling into the smoothie trend. Um, it doesn't have like f- fruit puree in it. It doesn't have lactose. It's strictly just a fruited double dry hopped IPA. Let's see what we're dealing here. It's a sturdy can. Really, the, um, the can art is what grabbed me here. Mm. Well, I can tell you off the bat, my can has an edge on it. Yeah, so does mine. It is not fun for drinking. So we're going to need a glass at some point. Hmm. It's good, though. Yeah, it's tasty. I didn't think I was going to like it at all. So good on you, Roots Brewing. Yeah, it's nice. Very light. Definitely get the strawberry, get the banana, get the hops. Um, 
it can have much of an alcohol bite to it. Yeah, 5.8, I think it said. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm good with yeah, that. Yeah, I dig it. It's kind of... Um, Thinking about... We've been hitting the imprints a lot. At least me and Steph have. We've had them on the episode a few times. And they're a lot of fruited beers, fruited IPAs, fruited uh, sours. But they're very heavy on the fruit. It's like drinking a, uh, a smoothie. Um, it's hard to even tell it's a beer. Yeah. And they're delicious, but sometimes you just need... Something like this smooth criminal, so good on you. Yeah. Thinking about going sober. I'll just throw that out there. Mm, that sounds terrible. I don't like it, but at the same time, I may need it. Why don't you just like switch to wine or something? Change it up. Yeah, take down two bottles of wine tonight. That makes sense. Gin and tonic? Got a big old bottle of Heaven Hill sitting on my kitchen uh, table. Yeah, I, I saw you getting into that during uh, last night's yeah. sneak peek at Watch This or Die being resurrected for tonight's episode. Oh, yeah. All right, well, what have you been... Uh, What's been going on the last? Not a lot, man. A lot of, of a lot of this old housing. A lot of this old. Can't housing. believe you're still doing I it. I fucking can't stop. Like I am not even sleep. Like I won't sleep. I have to force myself to sleep now. It's awesome because of this old house. I can't get enough of it. I can't imagine First falling of all, into that. Roger the gardener, the landscaper, I should say. He has the best Boston accent. His is the best accent. Fight me. See me on the streets. I don't care. And then like little Tom Silva, the general contractor. Oh, so much good knowledge. So much good knowledge. Um, thinking about starting another podcast about old this old houses. You know all their names. It's now we got this portable mic set up. I might start like three more podcasts about all the shows I can't stop watching. This by like yourself, old as shit. But uh, as far as movies, man, uh, I caught up on Shutter. I watched that Edge of the Axe. I was excited to check out. Oh yeah, how was it? Campy as shit. Uh, beautiful eighties camp. One of those like tries to have so many twists, but doesn't na- like execute any of them. Um, it's just like a whodunit slasher. Hmm. But like the whodunit kind of goes out the window after like the first five minutes. Then the reel at the end's like, oh yeah, that didn't make any sense. Okay, cool. That was fun. <laughs> like, that's it. Isn't that amazing that there's still 80 slashers that we haven't heard of or seen? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's so cool. I mean, it's so. Like, thanks to all these, you know, services like Shudder and all the Blu ray companies that are seeking out these movies and restoring them and bringing them back. Yeah, it's, it's badly written. Badly acted, but like yeah, it's but fun. who cares? Yeah, but it's, it's fun. fun. That's what I mean. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I wonder if um, the Mahoney is going to end up showing that. I don't know what they're going to show this year. I mean, they just announced another movie, but I don't know as far as like campy stuff. I haven't seen too much yet. Hmm. How about you? Watch anything fun? So I've been doing a little something. Uh oh. A little behind the scenes, getting ready for a. Uh, well, at this point, what is a to-be-determined episode, but I got juiced up. I've been watching a lot of Godzilla. Ooh, daddy. Getting ready. Oh, I have to get into it then. Because, I mean, I've always liked Godzilla, or I should say I've always respected him, but I, I didn't get deep into the filmography. So I know when we do this episode, um, especially have you, how you've said how big into Godzilla uh Calico Chris's. Yeah. Like, I, I need to do my homework and be ready, and I can't just cram it all in a few days. There's like 53 movies. You follow his Instagram yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every day, his mail day is just like a different kaiju, little figurine just coming in. Yeah. He's, he's on it. That's his deal. So, um, <coughs> yeah, I got plenty more to watch, but I'm, I'm quickly learning. There's a certain era that I really, really like that I don't know if you guys are going to be down with or poo-poo me? 
find out. And don't, don't blow it. That error has a lot to do with Matthew Broderick. Oh, boy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, That's terrible. I mean, Jesus, I remember seeing that in the theater. Oh, what a... I was... I was, I was hyped for that, but I was, I was a little... I was, I was a lad. 13, 12, and boy, even I... Yeah, I was, I was like... Even I was like, what the... What is this? <laughs> this isn't Godzilla. Yeah, I was only a little lad, and I was juiced up. It was like, went with all the other little kids. It was like a big thing. Great Taco Bell campaign, though. I don't know if you remember that. They did a nice job with the toys. I remember that, too. I don't remember it all. And Got a cartoon out of that somehow. The music was big with... Oh, um, yeah, the soundtrack was huge. Rage Against the Machine, P. Diddy. P. Diddy, Walk With Me. Uh, I still remember that video and that song. <sighs> anyway, why are we talking about that? Awful entry. I'm done. Is the fire doing all right? Yeah, it's good. So anyway, I'm really amped for that episode. We got to we gotta schedule that. Yeah. I... Thought I watched something else, but I can't remember what the heck it was. So much this old house. Um, in non Hollywood news, I didn't ask you this off air. Maybe I should have done it then. But what do you think about the Mahoning with their new uh, podcast and Patreon? Yeah, I, uh, I'm excited for them. That's for sure. You gonna sign up? Thinking about it. How much is it? <sighs> ten, ten a month. I don't remember. I'm okay. Into it. What uh, got me was like. The merch and yeah, that's the, what got me too. My concern hearing the news before anybody else. My concern is I don't know. I'm not saying there's controversy or anything like that, but I don't know who's getting paid, who's not getting paid, who's just volunteering their time, who's eventually going to be like, "Well, I'm well, doing this free for free," and then bail the podcast. I don't know who's doing the podcast besides Virgil. I don't know who the other guy is. I mean, it would be Virgil and another guy, and I, yeah. I would assume. I mean, they're not going to pay their guests, like. No, that host it. I mean, to take time out of your week. We don't pay our guests. That's true. <laughs> um, nah, nah. They, I mean, it's not like they're going to pocket the money. It's all going to go towards no, the mahoning, I would I'm think. Sure. I'm thinking about it, though. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost certainly going to do it. A lot, of, a lot of good Tunnel Vision Tuesdays announced. Yeah. Nightbreed just got announced today on this, the 316 day. Happy Stone Cold Day. Oh, yeah. Happy, I forgot about the intro. <laughs> uh, happy Stone Cold Day. Also, it is like 316 a, when we're recording. It's like a Gourmet Day, part two, the release, the Blu ray release today. Um, they announced Nightbreed for May 4th. Um, I'm excited for Trailer Trauma on 420. Then the following week, I believe they're doing Escape from New York. Wait, which one are we going to? We're not going to Tuesday. We're going to... The weekend. Uh, Monster Squad. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. What date is that again? It's a Friday. I don't remember the date. I'd have to look. April something. April 20-something, because it's after 420. Um, oh, good. Later in the month. There also, a lot of people are telling me how excited they are for this Joe Bob coming to the Mahoning, so we might have to barter to get tickets. Why? Well, it might be a hot seller. No, nah, we're going to be on it, dude. I don't care what, where we... offer some favors if you catch my drift. I don't know where we are, what, or I don't care where we are, or what we're doing. I'm literally dropping everything as soon as the tickets go on sale. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm with you on I'm that. A, I assume they're going to give more than just a date. There's going to be a time. Yeah. Two and out I of three will, days, I'm going. I will be... Sure. Yeah, two out of three. I will be logging on... Immediately. Five minutes before just waiting. Um... Yeah, we are, that is too important to miss, merely to selling out. We're, we are uh, OGs in this community. 
They Wheel that disc. should be I nah that would never work, but they should introduce a season pass. Yeah. But I think it would be bad it, news. Um it could happen. People would get bitter when they can't get tickets to certain things and stuff. I'm a season pass holder. How come I couldn't get Joe Bob tickets? You know, special events like that wouldn't yeah. include it. Um, Anything else you got? What else do I got for news? I got one thing. You know, I'm always down with the uh, the haunting and possession stories. So it's a little bit of excitement, a little bit of a gripe that I want to put out in the universe. So hitting Shudder, uh, I believe no date yet as the trailer dropped on Dread Central, uh, The Banishing, tells the story of the most haunted house in England. Oh, I've got the trailer. Did you that. watch the trailer I for that? I did not watch the trailer. I haven't watched any trailers since like Godzilla vs. Kong and Mortal Kombat. I enjoy a good trailer. Yeah, so do I. I, just I mean, sometimes I it. avoid them because I don't want to see anything. Yeah. Usually, like for a big one like uh, Mortal Kombat, Kong vs. Godzilla, I'll watch like the first trailer or ju- or just the red band but then as more get released, I'm done. Like, I, I don't right. need any more. I, I, don't you, want, yeah. I don't want stuff. Yeah, slowly. they just slowly start revealing stuff. Yeah. I get you. But anyway, this one sounds promising. Um, the trailer looks super creepy, and I'm on board. My gripe is, especially with the creation of Shudder and the success of Shudder, why can't we have a possession tale or a haunted house tale without the shitty CGI? I don't know. It should be doable. Like the... I mean, it should be completely doable. Yeah. And the CGI, I understand, with like the, the jump scares, and now they end every trailer with the um, same generic, like, high-pitched screaming noise and a oh, jump scare yeah. of some CGI of bullshit spirit or demon. I understand that for the need to get 13- and 14-year-old seats... I mean, uh, butts in the seats of theaters... But that isn't the thing anymore. It's all on demand right now. It's certainly not a thing with Shudder. I mean, like, Shudder subscribers, I'm sure there's some uh, teens and tweens out there that are into horror but only know the new stuff and they're trying to watch more, which I like. That, that was us back in the day. Mm. And they have a great platform to do it. But for the most part, it's seasoned horror veterans like us. Just do it without that CGI nonsense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, really, you don't need to have any effects other than like atmospheric and stuff moving around and if you want to work in a demon or a spirit like just do it practical I don't know why it's so hard um yeah I don't know I just hate the bad looking spirit CGI well, you should and, probably uh, watch I mean we have plenty of listeners that are in Hollywood I would think yeah. producers directors right yeah, we have those someone's gotta know no I mean our, I was, it was a joke I know I know we how don't a have joke any works. of those listeners. Yeah, we do. We have like three. Producers and directors in Hollywood? Yeah, you don't know them, though. Yeah, yeah I don't think so. <laughs> um, yeah, you should watch it uh, if you were into that. Um, apparently, I drunkenly brought it up and never talked about it on the Possessed episode. Uh, Zach Bagan's Demon House. That's a documentary. Uh, yeah. Local Philly guy Adam Albrandt gets possessed, quote unquote, in it. He's also a horror director, so take that with a grain of salt. Um, his life did kind of go off the rails afterwards, so maybe who knows. Yeah, but it's a fun watch, that's for sure. Don't don't get any CGI. There's not a whole ton of scares either. It's mostly a lot of build up. Um, the other stuff I had. What do you think about um, Evil Dead? The game? No, the announcement of 
We're going to start filming in New Zealand. Oh, I did see that, yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting mm, stuff. Is it? I mean, there's a game coming out. That's what I thought you were talking about for some reason. Uh, there's a game. It's going to be like a P versus P kind of thing where some people are deadites and some people are characters from the movies and the TV show. That looked fun. Um, I forgot all about it. That sounds promising. Yeah, I saw the trailer a while ago. Someone tagged me in something on Facebook. It was in... Uh, so I got excited about that. Then it reminded me I'm going to have to buy a PlayStation 5. So that kind of sucks. But, you know, shit happens. You got to buy new technology like every five years now. I think I'm done with video games. I really have fun with them. I just don't want to pay the $60 a shot yeah. anymore. All I play is the... Uh, There's only so much I can do. The PS so Plus stuff is all I play. So if I didn't download it for free, I haven't played it. Or if it wasn't on like a crazy PS store sale. You can find me on the PlayStation Network, by the way, and L Cipher, same as my Instagram. Man, chat them up while you're playing the old Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm semi-famous. I killed a uh, in the original, not the original, Red Dead Redemption. I killed a programmer online and got some special award for it. Mm. So you know, mm, pretty pretty you. big deal. You'll probably kick my ass very quickly. I'm not very good. <laughs> all luck. That it. That's all you got. No more movies. Um, Just a lot of Godzilla. What about uh Oh yeah, as far as watching. Uh, just Godzilla. Okay, uh, it's a it's a tall task. So. Yeah. What about the new Leatherface? What about it? Are you excited for it? I don't know. Some more details came out. Oh, did it? What's the details? well? We already knew that um, Fetty Alvarez is doing it, uh-huh. and with how well he did with the Evil Dead remake, I think he could do. Or I should say he's producing it. Producing. Sorry, sorry. I said yeah, I was going to correct you in a second. Yeah. Um, but with him behind it, it makes me a little bit more excited, and I like that it's going to be a direct sequel to the original. Oh, yeah, I think, with they, I think they announced that old man Leatherface. Ooh, I don't remember. Or they older man Leatherface. Yeah, I'm into that. And Fetty Alvarez also said, "I guess they got to use some CGI, hopefully just for cleaning up." But he said, "Strong, strong emphasis on all practical for." Violence and gore Good. and kills. Good. That movies don't work without it. It's just it's goofy with that CGI. But it looks like the studio. I forget what studio is doing it. Um, studios anymore? Who knows? There's a thousand different ones. It's it's all independent. And Nineteen studios getting together. And uh, legendary, legendary mm-hmm. pictures. But they're trying to. They're they're trying to go off the success of Halloween. Okay. So, being a direct sequel and all that. Yeah. I haven't heard much about that lately, Halloween. There's a lot of hype. Yeah, well, there's a lot there's of hype one. about everything anymore. It's, mm. all, it's all people do. I feel like there's like, more negativity. I mean, I'm the master of negativity. Yeah, I feel like when a movie's coming out, you hear more negative things. Like, I mean, you haven't heard anything negative about Kong vs. Godzilla? I haven't heard anything like, oh, about like, it. Yeah, like, oh, the reviews are kind of... No, I don't think it has any reviews. Like, I, don't, I don't give a shit about... Yeah, no, I don't trust the reviewers yeah. when it comes to... But then when there's hype, I mean, I'm trying to get overhyped, but that's I feel like that's good news, because usually it's all bad news. Well, yeah, you got to manage expectations. Can't be like... But oh. I am way overhyped for uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I think I think you're in the majority, and I think a lot of people are going to get let down. Ugh, I hope not. We'll see. I just don't like the idea... And of- I'm starting to get more and more hyped for Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. Yeah, I mean, that's soon. That's, like, right around the corner. Um, I saw another article today. 
I think it was from uh, the boys at Screen Rant. You read them? Nah, I don't read much. This bloody disgusting. I like flip through comic book movie. Well, check out Screen Rant. They're everything movie news, but mainly uh, comic book. But they had some great things to say about the new Justice League. Nice. You think that's being heard? Uh, Who knows? Who cares? In the background? It's hilarious. It's just the... Uh, There's an old dog dying in the background. He lives in a zoo. Just animals everywhere. Surprisingly not down here with us. Thank In the old makeshift studio. Thank goodness. Harley should be hanging with us. Yeah. She'll end up down here, I'm sure. Uh, what else did I have for you? Yeah, I think this is mostly your. your I feel day, I'm forgetting something. I am. I'm wiped. I don't have a. Uh, I just realized I don't have a get to know you question for tonight. Well, that's good because I am an emotional roller coaster right now. Let me see if I can think of something. I don't even know what I would say to you. Let me see if I can think of something. Hey, while well, I have you here, <laughs> let's run something by you. I don't think I've already done this one. I can't really go anywhere. We're using my phone to record. So. Give me your top three ice creams. Oh, boy. Flavors? Yeah. Mint chocolate chip. Number one? Numero uno. Hey, Easy. brothers. Easy. That's my number one. Um, like a chocolate peanut butter slash vanilla peanut butter. Something, you know. Peanut butter ripple? Yeah. Turkey some, Hill? Yeah, something That's a good like item. That. That's a number two. Man, number three is a tough. Because they're like my two go-tos. After that. Um, that Ben and Jerry's Netflix and Chilled was really good. Yeah, uh, they just had a new one. It wasn't called Laughing Out Loud. Something comedy related that was really good. But my number three is uh, Butter Pecan. Oh, fancy! How do you the feel old about folks. A Neapolitan. Neapolitan's good. We yeah. get the best of three worlds. That's weird. I don't know. I'm never really into it. I feel like when I was a kid and you'd go to like a restaurant and ask for ice cream or you'd get like a little ice cream thing and they gave me that. Ugh. I was never a happy dude. I mean, I like you always favor one side. Like I was always hitting yeah. the strawberry first. Yeah, I feel like the strawberry was crunchy or something. I didn't like it. Do you uh, scoop your ice cream into a bowl or eat right from the carton? No, nah, into a bowl. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Civilized. Even? I eat right from the carton. the end of the carton. Because then my, my part B to that was going to be, well, I mean, I guess you can't, you don't. Um, can't relate. Maybe with peanut butter, the same way. Do you just like dig craters into the ice cream, or do you, does it have to be level? Mm, yeah, level. It's got to be level. Otherwise, you're a heathen. Yeah, I'm a big Sunday guy. I got a nice, I'm not much of a Sunday. I got a nice ice cream place right down the street from me. I get my waffle cone bowl with my my peanut butter sundae on some mint chocolate chip ice cream. Where the pink place? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good Tuesdays, I think it is. Yeah, if you're Phoenix, we'll check it out. Good spot. Big Jim Dandy fan. Oh, what's that? The Sunday from Friendlies. Oh. Yeah. Yes. The big boy. Yes. Who isn't? All right. I'm well, I'm, I'm glad I came out that on the fly. I can't believe our top two are the same. Yeah, it's, it's, it's easy. It's pretty cool. Easy call. Brothers. Not son. easy. If you ask the uh, redheaded one upstairs, she scoffs at Mint Child Chip. Remind me to yell at her when we go up there. Um, Actually, no. She's making my, my Scoffer. Hmm. So. All right, what else? Okay. I, like um, I said, I got nothing. I, I came to the table shoot. naked. I'm going to save Taking Shape again because the Halloween 6 part was so good that I want to, like, read stuff from it for we you. We can do a whole episode now. We got we got the magic microphones here. Yeah, because the, um, the, Halloween 6, the Halloween 6 chapter was good. There was all kinds of good information Just there. Keep it under 90 minutes. Um. But every one 
after the original just seems like war on the set probably was people leaving people getting fired like it just seems like a doomed franchise from that regard like, like it's a miracle any of these got made because it was such a shit show I can't imagine what's going to happen when I get to the Rob Zombie chapters. Oh, boy. And that'll be... I'm, I'm, I'm actually really interested. That'd be worth reading, actually. I might have to borrow the book. I might might have to. And then, I don't know how they're going to do a whole chapter on, like, Resurrection. Yeah, would that take, like, ten minutes to that make? That thing, they just throw it together, so... I mean, uh, th- yeah, that, that's it. Cool. Good job. I mean, the chapters are fairly long, and they, they provide a lot of detail. And then each chapter ends with... Uh, a pretty long interview with someone related that, you know, to making the movie. And then there's a couple pages on critic reviews, so. <laughs> Which are all probably terrible, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Want to dive into this, watch this or die, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who shall go first? Well, why don't you kick it off? All right. A little nervous. Oh, watch this or die. No, no synopsis today. I'm sure I'll nail it enough in the description I give. But uh, I went on Hulu. Thanks for the password. Mm-hmm. I watched Brandon Cronenberg's Possessor. Let me start by saying that boy is a Cronenberg. Yes, <laughs> this thing is this thing is Cronenbergian. Um, now, this want to interrupt you real quick. So, the boy's a Cronenberg, but at least in my experience, it just felt like he was influenced and grew up with his father. Right, And yeah. was probably on set a lot. Didn't feel like he was just ripping him off and trying to use the Cronenberg name. No, I mean, there's, it's, it's a good, good shot movie. Like, yeah. Um, the idea feels borrowed. I can't put my finger on it. Uh, essentially, an assassin uses microchips that, that they like... This is where I got a little confused. So they eventually, at some point, kidnap these people and implant the thing in their head... But then send them back out into the wild, obviously. Right. But they don't even know they got kidnapped? Is that the point? Or they're back in the wild and then she's in their head? They're back in the wild and she's in their head. Oh, okay. And then it always ends with them dying. Right. Uh, Sasson uses these microchips to you know, go into people's heads and do killings, but like, they don't do it simple in and out. Like They live their life for days if they have to because they, they, they get paid lots of money to make these killings look a certain way because there's usually someone that's going to benefit from them. They're like hitmen, basically. Yeah. Um, so she goes... It always has to look like an accident. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, she makes that person kill themselves. But for whatever reason, she can't do that anymore. Something's wrong with her hand. She can't pull the trigger on the guns to shoot the body they're using as a assassin. Yep. So... But it's like as she pulls the trigger, killing... The person she's taking over that simultaneously sends her back into her body right. with whatever this technology is. Yeah. Um, and when I was watching it, I remembered what I thought it was like a lot, and I just can't remember anymore. But I mean, it, it feels like a lot of different things too. It's like almost like Shocker meets Minority Report meets um, the movie with Denzel. <laughs> I mean, I think, but so much more. Wacky, oh, well, violent. So it took visually. It took me a solid half hour to even get into this. I was not feeling it when it started. Um, you're just kind of thrown into it. There's not like a backstory to this woman. There's not. You didn't like the first kill? No, that was fine. But I mean, like to get into the movie itself, the, the yeah. kill isn't really 
have anything to do with the rest of the movie. It was just kind of an explanation of what's going to happen with these uh, takeovers. Um, But yeah, it's slow in the beginning. You don't get a backstory. You know this woman has a, a husband and a son that she doesn't live with. And she basically is, like, not human anymore. Like, she doesn't feel emotion, it seems like. But her... Yeah, she's, like, past... Yeah. like, they do, like, these mental tests to make sure she's all there and all the way back when she comes back. And she passes them, but you can tell, like... I mean, they only show her travel twice. But you can tell she's, like, not all there. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, you know, it starts... I think what's like this was my grandfather's pipe and she's like smelling it and like she's very sentimental about it then she gets like a butterfly she was that she pinned to like a frame and she says how she killed it and she felt bad when she was a little girl for killing it and whatnot um her mentor is like an old assassin and she does her little psych reviews and stuff and she basically wants her to disconnect from her son and husband so that she's like totally unattached to anything in the outside world and can be like they they basically think she can be like the greatest one ever of what she does anywho she goes into this dude's body they're gonna kill like this tech mogul uh so the son can inherit is it gonna kill the tech mogul his daughter and they're using the daughter's fiance to do it and what happens with this is the son is the one who put out the hit and he stands to make you know all the money takes over the company and they get paid a shit ton from him um but basically, as she's in this dude's body... Now, this is where I got thrown off, because I thought what was going to happen is she was going to find herself enjoying this dude's life and, like, being a man. And yeah, it's the opposite. She's... I mean, at least the way I took it is she's starting to get kicks from the killing part. Too much. Right, yeah, yeah. It was, like, not enough business, too much pleasure in the actual killing. And there's like, um, with the first kill, when she comes back and she's talking to her mentor slash boss about it she says like why didn't you use the gun like why did you grab a knife they said it didn't feel right in the moment or something yeah. like that yeah. and she was like getting her kicks um, oh then she's like banging her husband and she's like just bored and then she starts yeah. thinking about murdering the guy and she's yeah, on nuts yeah. um, but no like, she, cause, like the way she's checking out the body his, his body in the mirror and stuff and he's got a I mean he's got a pretty sweet boy life his girl's like uh Richest shit. Uh, he used to be like a coke dealer, and she was just like a customer. Um, but he's trying to go straight, so he's got like this dog shit job at the tech place, uh, which brought up it's a pretty weird. funny scene. Did you see the scene with the where he's they're like you're on curtains. He's got to sit there and look through people's like webcams and stuff yeah. at curtains, and there's people like banging and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's wild. Um, that's probably like that was like a weird glimpse of probably what we're coming mm-hmm. into with the way of marketing yeah. and. Um, all the studying of buying trends is going to work. Yeah. But while she's in this dude's body, she's like slowly losing control of it. She's she's not like all the way there like she's supposed to be. And this dude's kind of fighting his way back into the, the, the consciousness. So you have the inner struggle with that. Um, that. That's a lot of the movie is just like this inner struggle. And then as the audience knowing, is it her... Working through him as a him, and fighting back, fighting back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the time you get to the hit itself, I was full blown lost. Oh, lost? Yeah, I was full blown in. Oh, okay. I was, I was like, hold on. Did 
is he in control and did it because like he wanted to anyway is she in control because like the way she made him take it personal like it well, wasn't she was instructed by the mentor to do that but like the way he did it like when he like goes up to the dad who's played by Sean Bean and he tells when him when he yells at him yeah and um, he starts beating the shit out of him and yeah and he's like Oh, at the dinner table. I think at the party, but that part was awesome. Oh, well, yeah. At the party yeah, when yeah, he... Yeah. It was like, that's, when, that's what she was instructed to do, like, make a scene. No, make a scene so yeah, it'd yeah. be like a like, um, killing out of passion or whatever. Yeah, you know, you're stepping on me. I'm a fucking giant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she kills Sean Bean, but... In a in, brutal way. In a brutal way, but in untypical Sean Bean fashion... At the end of the movie, they they announced via the news that he did not die. Yes, so which the, I don't know. How, I mean, yeah, he, he got a fire poker through, like through his mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he was all fucked up, but still. Yeah. So you know, either way, uh, he does the hit, but that's not even the story. The story is now the fight for control of this dude's body, because this dude has found. He's his, trying to get back. Yeah, he's he's found his way back in. So now he's like, he has her memories. And he's just trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, finds his way to her house and her son and her husband. All this fun stuff ensues. Little fight for control. Um, oh, also backtrack a minute. The sex scene where he is having sex with a girlfriend, and then she has her little image where it's her with a dick. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Huh? Some weird Cronenberg. <laughs> Some weird well, I mean, stuff. his dad. David Cronenberg's always had weird sex stuff going yeah. on. I guess he inherited that. Yeah, so uh, it's not it's like, even. It's like the sex stuff's weird, but it's like, I mean, they don't get into it. Like, this, like, they make it seem like uh, this was her first time in a dude's taking body. a dude's body yeah. because, like, she was all fascinated with the body yeah. and the penis in the beginning. Right. So, like, how would she even know how to, like, fuck as a dude well she's thinking about her husband during that scene I think that she like flashes where she's thinking about him like what he does yeah um, I just thought that's why I got confused I was like does she just like being this dude now is that gonna be like the twist here is like she doesn't want to give up the body and be a dude it would make yeah. sense in this world you know trans um, stuff also on a side note the two of them uh, great casting you have Andrea Riseborough from Mandy mm. Love her. Yeah. And then she's in, um, you don't watch shows, but she's in a great Amazon Prime original show called Zero 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 about uh, Mexican drug cartels. And then Christopher Abbott um, as Colin, the yeah. fiance. Yeah, he's really he's really good because he's playing different people. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, as, Dude, as, he's, he does a really good job. He's great. You've you got to see the movie Piercing. Oh, is that what he's from? Yeah, that's okay. where he's from. That makes sense. Um, where was I at here? Oh, uh, the end. So anyway, should I spoil it or should I leave no, it? No, no, no. It's too new. Yeah. I won't spoil the ending. Uh, there's a fight for control. And then uh, let's just say the ending is very climactic. Not anticlimactic. Very climactic. Uh, not very predictable either. They did a really good job of making you forget some stuff. Yeah, I mean, the surprise was... Uh, well, don't... Yeah, you can't say it. No, no, I'm saying, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely not a letdown of an ending. It's almost a depressing ending, even though it's sort of... Oh, yeah. Or even though it's sort of the Big ending time. you knew was going to happen. It's wild. Um, I give it a watch, this, for sure. Cool. For being on Hulu, I was not expecting as much full frontal graphic nudity. 
Um, I mean, there's a chick just spread on the bed at one point. I was like, whoa, this is on Hulu? Wild. <laughs> um, and I I have to, I didn't rewind it or watch it back, but it looked like it was one of the Sasuke sisters. No. I, dude, I she had red hair and like I didn't in the re- scene where he's watching the curtain I uh-huh. mean uh, studying the curtains I, I didn't rewind it or watch it back or anything I, I did a quick internet search to see if it was like a cameo or whatever but I, I mean it was pretty pretty graphic um, but I know they're buddies they're all Canadian pals like in the horror scene so I'm sure they know each other um, I mean you know whether one of the Sasuke sisters wants to spread her legs on film I, that's up to her I just I, a, a quick glance I thought it was, and I was like, hmm. "Wow, that's that's ballsy, man. Good for you." I mean, she if it is her, it would definitely be uncredited. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely watch it. Whether you're gonna like it or not, just depends on how it's weird been, you can get what you're into. It's been very uh, polarizing and love hate. I, I think it's just what you what you said. Like, just depends how weird you can get. Like, yeah. Steph hated this one. But yeah, I wouldn't even say I liked it, but I'd say watch it. Oh, I, I really liked it. I thought about this one. For days afterwards, yeah, I can't so wait to rewatch it. I didn't it. think about it much after, but like I said, I like watch it. Like if you're not into weird stuff, you'll hate it, but you'll be like, "Man, that was crazy!" And if you are into weird stuff, you're gonna really love it. I really enjoyed it. Um, all right, cool. Well, I'm glad I gave it a watch. It, yeah, definitely. I mean, look, not everything's gonna be likable, but definitely you should check it out. I mean, I, I can see how this would be unlikable in the sense that it's so violent and dreary like it's not oh it's bleak it's Um, not like an uplifting movie whatsoever it doesn't feel like it's super violent but when it is violent it is like there's not a lot a ton of violence but oh yeah yeah but when it is like the violent scenes are way over the top and And, like when he's wearing her face and stuff like during the whole like mind melding like he's fighting he's wearing her face and it's like this creepy mask yeah yeah, he's like reliving everything she did in it It's, it's super creepy it's very very haunting imagery they should sell that for Halloween. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out. Think this is big enough that it... it doesn't matter. Masks are masks. People love yeah. masks. All right, I gave you a favorite of mine, James Gunn's first directorial uh, appearance. A little movie called Slither. And then he ditched her. He didn't ditch it. He stuck around. Um, Slither from 2006. Uh, I almost feel bad and embarrassed that we're doing this for Watch This or Die. Like, I feel like this this platform and these episodes that we do this is, like, for listeners to discover movies. This was just me being so late to the game. Yeah. Uh, 2006, Slither came out. I'm sure the heart, the, you know, particular horror has are listening know this one. I have no explanation for why it took me so long to see this one. It's talked about all the time. You see the poster. You see people posting about it. Other podcasts talk about it, and every time I hear about it or read a review or whatever, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I, I gotta watch that one." I keep it keeps falling to the wayside, and, and it's it, a quick watch. I think it's oh, barely now minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for whatever reason, from 2006 to 2021, it just kept falling away, and I didn't watch it. So I'm glad Jeff picked this one for me for Watches or Die. Um, I certainly see why everyone likes it so much. It is a great, great. Um, take on an alien invasion mixed with zombie. Uh, it is horror. It is sci-fi. It's comedy. It's fantastic. Uh, mostly practical effects. Great, great stuff. It's Little a, town. It's Night of the Creeps in a yeah, hillbilly yeah. town. Yeah, Night of the Creeps modernized. Um, 
with almost, I guess, um, subtle comedy in certain parts. So it's what do you blatant. call it? Black, what do you call it? Black comedy? Yeah, that's okay. what I was gonna say. It's, it's blatant, but it's black. It's some dark, dark. Nathan Fillion just like dry humors the shit out of this thing, and it's great. Uh, I'm trying to find the actor. The mayor. The mayor. Yeah. So I don't know his name. I only know him from that Mel Gibson movie. Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know what else he's in aside from like the first thirty seconds of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh no. Um, yeah, whatever. I have top of my you head. Never, you never know names. Don't start payback. Payback. Oh, okay. You've seen Payback, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, he's um, so the mayor of this movie is the villain in Payback. Oh, okay. Um, he's like. Mel Gibson's best friend and um, crime runner and then turns on him and it's just like the biggest piece of shit in this movie but also has like comedic notes because he's such a piece of shit they end up laughing at him but that is so instilled in me because I watched Payback so many times as a kid that I just couldn't stop seeing him in this this. but he's hilarious in this oh I love it he's so funny his one-liners are fantastic um when uh one of the scenes when they're running away from the... So the aliens are like little slugs, and they move very quickly, and they jump in your mouth and take over your brain, and you become like a zombie. And they're all being controlled by one, one mega alien who you discover um, through flashbacks from uh, a character getting the, one of the alien slugs in their brain like only halfway. She's like trying to pull it out, and she's getting glimpses at what this alien's doing. He... Similar to Independence Day and many other alien movies, is going planet to planet and either eating everything or destroy or just simply destroying everything using these uh, slug aliens. But so many good one-liners by the mayor. The one where uh, they're running away and he falls and like the, I forget what the the girl from uh, what's what's her name? Uh, Bank Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. yeah, I forget what she's doing, but he's just sitting there on the ground. And he goes. This bitch is hardcore. Yeah, she, uh, she starts pitchforking one in the brain like, oh, yeah, multiple yeah, yeah. times. <laughs> Fucking bitch, this is, bitch hardcore. is hardcore. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the Mr. Pibb scene I love. <laughs> I want him fucking Mr. Pibb. <laughs> the, very, the very first time you see him in the movie, you don't know who he is yet. He's just sitting in traffic and like the... Or uh, someone like cuts him off or something. He hangs out the window. He's like, "Watch where you going, you fucking dickhead!" Yeah. Like, oh, hey, mayor. Hey, mayor. <laughs> Morning. It's like his little kid and his mom. <laughs> um, yeah, really good cast. Uh, the young people in the cast was this like before they were doing other stuff. Well, no, I guess not. No, nah, I mean, uh. <sighs> I think James Gunn kind of uh, assembled this group of friends yeah. before he started directing. Nathan Fillion, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, because he was writing a lot of stuff before that. Um, like, Nathan Fillion's one of his good friends. Um, uh, that dude that plays the mayor, I think, is one of his good friends. Um, um, what's his face? Uh, wow, I can't remember his name now. I'm pulling to you. Uh, Michael Rooker? Yes, Michael yeah. Rooker is like one of his best friends. Um, I didn't realize this until just browsing the IMDb page. When was Rob Zombie in this? Dr. Uh, Carl? He is the voice on the phone when she calls Dr. Carl when she think, when she says her husband's sick. 
Uh, okay, so he's not. So it's, it's his voice. I think Grant's sick, and he starts talking. Uh, That's cool. And what's her name from The Office is in it. Jenna Fisher, she's the police uh, Pam from The Office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was cool. James Gunn's wife at the time. Ah, yeah. good for him. Yeah. Uh, your boy Lloyd Kaufman was in it. Yep, yep. He's uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Um, so he's he's very much uh, he's like the Adam Sandler of the, the our genre of art. Like, yeah, he just has a lot of friends that he likes to work with. And yeah, that's cool. And like they just show up in like weird cameos, which I like. Oh uh, yeah, they're always this and various head nods to other genre movies throughout. The most notable being the Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, with the slug, the slug um, in, the bathtub. in the bathtub. Yep. Yeah. The the practical effects really won me over for this one, especially the end with Michael Rooker's big monster <laughs> thing with Dude, all the like the, the people whole house people coming out of it from all different things when they yeah. show the dude like walk into it because he's like morphing into yeah. it like super cool stuff <laughs> like I mean CGI was definitely used to clean it up and oh, sure. make it work but a lot of it was practical a lot of and, slime yeah a lot of gooey stuff. Um, yeah, just great, great alien horror with a lot of good yeah, comedy mixed it's, in. It's straightforward. It's this is just all about like yeah the visuals, um, and the, the the comedy is so good. It's so so black, so spot on. Um, what did you you rented it? They didn't even have it streaming, unfortunately. Nah. Yeah, it sucks. I can't believe no. Hey, this was uh two ninety nine. Well spent, in my oh, in yeah. my opinion. I told you, I'm a I'm a James Gunn mark. In my mind, you should have just bought it for the nine dollars or whatever they were charging. I'm sure. Well, I don't like buying things digital, but since uh, this is one of the few movies that we recommend that isn't streaming, um, I would say well worth hitting Amazon and just getting the DVD because you'll definitely get future rewatches out of this. Oh, yeah. And the DVD is probably not much more than renting it. And, um, you know, always go for Blu-ray. This one would be, uh, it's very visual, so I would recommend the Blu-ray. I don't even know if there is a Blu-ray for this. Let's look it up. I got the Amazon right here. If there isn't, there will be soon because James Gunn's only getting more popular. And with the advent of these companies going, you don't think he's like embarrassed by this one, do you? No, no. This is his. He wrote and directed this. It's the first one he directed. Yeah, but Uh, then he's got to be super proud of it. I mean, if he's not proud of it, he's at least in love with it. You know, maybe he knows it's not his finest work. But the DVD's four forty nine. I should have just bought it. Tell you where I got it. Oh, Grabbers. That's a great movie. Yeah, there is no Blu-ray. Got it on 5 for 20 at Blockbuster. Uh, 4.49 for the DVD. I also have another copy of it in a multi-pack that my sister had gotten me for Christmas. Corbin Dallas multi-pack? Corbin Dallas multi-pass. Um, yeah, I, I, I love that movie. Um, it. You didn't see all the, my Godzilla stack, did you? No, nah, I did not. Very good. I don't want you to know what I was watching. I might put Slither... Up there in, like, my top ten. All time? Yeah. That's bold. I know. Well, Devil's Rejects is in there. I yeah, mean, I wouldn't go top ten all yeah, time. I love it. I top mean, ten horror or top ten anything? No, horror. Because there's not a... There, I, I can't... Know if I, can th- like, yeah, I, I can't do I that. I put it in terms of, like, if this was on, would I watch it? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, but there's tons of movies I would do that with that wouldn't be in my top ten. I don't know. I'll do that with National Treasure. I'm not putting it in my top ten. National Treasure's not horror. I just said horror. I find horror. Um, I can't think of a, like a bad one that's that I like. That and I'll tell you another it. thing. I bet you two of my top ten are holiday horror. 
Ah, yeah. My Bloody Valentine and Black Christmas. Yeah, Black Christmas. That's that's two right there, because we all know Dawn of the Dead is my number one. That's just a mishmash at, at any different day you get me. I gotta make you watch the Toxic Avenger, damn it. Uh, or at least Tromeo and Juliet. James Gunn wrote that. Well, we're gonna do a Tromeo episode? Yeah. If you'll sit down and watch them and not fight me about it. Ugh, that's the idea that I have to watch seven. So, at least. Yeah, but four of them will probably be Toxic Avenger movies. It's tough for me. This, this I like Lloyd Kaufman, too. He seems to be a great dude. Yeah, he's losing it a little. I mean, I guess I guess I've met him, right? In, yeah, he met him in Monster Mania with me. Yeah, he. Uh, I think quarantine. I don't think it's getting to him, but I think he's just bored out of his mind. He's putting up like videos of him and his wife cooking dinner every night. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> he's just like oh, I'm out of shit to do here. Is he like commentating on it? Or yeah, just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's not just like a webcam of like no, no. It's them like cooking him in his with his iPhone, like him and his wife cooking. Um, his daughter, I think one of his daughters is, is directing, but I don't know if she's like up to movies or what she's doing. Hmm. But he's a he's a national treasure, and hopefully he'll be around forever. And when he goes, hopefully somebody takes the Troma name and does good things. That's all I can say. I'm sure it's lined up. I hope so. Well, that was he's got to he's got to have his proteges. Oh, I'm sure, like I said, it might be I mean, his he's daughter. He's by himself. I mean, his yeah, one I mean, daughter's yeah. definitely in the film, so I, I, it might even be her. Um, I bet that was a good uh, good watch this or die. Yeah. Like, yeah, we got to... Um, two winners. These fell to the side for a long time. See, once again, planning that probably should be done off air, but if the uh, listeners want to comment on this, why don't we... So, like, you know, podcasts are tough. If you people that don't know or don't do them it is a lot of fun but it takes a lot of planning it takes a lot of work to have your news ready remember names which i still which we did do. not do tonight um, be in the right fucking headset watch all your movies <laughs> like coordinate the time to record when you know you guys like we all have separate lives and live in separate places yeah. anyway and imagine you plan this a week ahead and then you've been absolutely miserable for the last four days, depressed, anxiety-ridden, and then you got to go uh, sit in a room where people are depending on you <laughs> to bring it. Yeah, but you enjoy it. It bring it. It does. The fire's helping a lot. Um, but I mean, not to sour the episode, but like when we do take breaks, sometimes they are mental health-related. So don't hate us, please. Well, the last break wasn't. No, that was not mental health-related. Yeah, but was, I, they have been. That was liver health-related. <laughs> that was anyway. Listen, I legit. Might go sober because of one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm thinking we have a hard enough time coordinating with the producer to do our big episode in our list. Why don't we at least pretty often bring back Watch Us or Die on this format? Well, I'm into it. The only thing we lose is our fun little intro music. So you'll have to deal with what could be a shitty Stone Cold Steve Austin theme song today. Well, I'm sure a producer would have a way to... Uh, Transfer us that. It looks like to have on our phone inside baseball here. It looks like the app will access the music on my phone. We just got to play with it and figure out how right. to do all that. Well, this is a little behind the scenes planning. Yeah. That Always an episode here. where we just completely go off the rails <laughs> and start planning, making future plans. Um, so producer is going on vacation again. He's going to vac- uh, Vegas. Jet setter. Hopefully, 
bringing us back all kinds of goodies from nightmare toys, beer, and zombies. beer zombies. Hopefully, he's gonna but hit it big out there. Be, I think we're gonna have time. Are we gonna have time to record one more? We probably can't do. I don't know. We'll I mean, we don't know about out. Friday. We're gonna yeah. try very hard to record one more at the very least because we don't want to skip another week. We don't enjoy skipping weeks. Sometimes this has to happen, but we definitely don't want to skip one. Um, this close to the last time we skipped one. So at the very least, we'll be doing another um, sitting by the fire recording on the phone episode. But we're going to try to sneak in another list um, before he goes. Otherwise, we'll be back a after he gets back for a well, list. we can do another one I mean, of Yeah, these. we're definitely going to do a cell phone one. But yeah. if, I it's mean, as, list, if it's as easy if, as if this. You, if you miss the list, which hopefully you do, because that's my favorite part of doing the show. Um, the list will be back either this week as planned or worst case scenario next week. Yeah. Did I uh, did I thank Pete enough on that episode for being here? I think I might have said it like 15 times. Before um, Pete's coming back for more. We have the game show episode, which he will certainly be a contestant on. I'll get him back for that. Shout out to Lyle. We coming, have coming with the heat. Yeah, he's ready to go. Um, Lyle has it planned and ready to go. Prizes. Um, loser sacrifice. Not uh, even that goddamn pocket chip. You're doing it. If you I'm lose, we'll just win. don't lose. I know. I'm gonna have to win. Um, Pete's also coming back for a, at least what we're anticipating to be a great episode, a Nick Cage list, which will be fantastic. We have very soon, Jeff. You got to coordinate this one. Calico, yeah, coming on for Godzilla. Calico, Chris tattoos. Uh, we have yeah, a potential big, guest. Big guy. Um, who knows? Probably less than the producer about horror, but a potential guest for a future comedy episode of Jim Carrey List. Oh my goodness! I can't believe that was a real suggestion. We got things in the works. We got Adam <laughs> branching out. We got Adam for Kung Fu. We just got to figure out what era. Uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. That's just tough. We can't do all kung fu. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot. We're gonna have to um, cut it to like twenty years or something. Do we know a second person that would want to do whatever era we don't do with Adam? We'll find someone. If not, we'll duke it out. Maybe we'll uh, make. Maybe uh, a listener wants to reach out. Yeah, reach. Be out. on our kung fu All episode. You gotta do. You get at We're gonna do modern Instagram. kung fu and kung fu classics. At Killer Pod from Outer Space. Get get on the Insta. At, at oh yeah, Slater. let's drop the uh, let's drop the social medias. I just did. So Instagram <laughs> at Killer Pod from Outer Space, or is it at Killer? Yeah, Killer at Pod Killer Pod from Outer Space. Um, Jeff's at NL Cipher. I am at Cinema of Hops. Um, we don't really use the Facebook. Nah, Facebook's I'm pretty much a, done with Facebook. I got yeah. hacked and now I can't get back on anyway. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, I told you. Yeah, but I didn't know you actually got hacked. I thought like someone was trying to. Like I got an email that said someone was trying to change my Instagram. No, someone Facebook. literally hacked my Facebook. And I don't think it was like a bot or anything because they changed my password, but they also changed the email associated with my Facebook. So now Facebook doesn't even trust that it's me trying to get back in. Wow. I'm like, fucked. I'm out. Well, I'm glad but I haven't missed it at all. Like, I'm yeah, done. Like, I don't miserable. think I need it anymore. Uh, you better hope don't get any personal information off you, though. From Facebook? Like what? I don't know. Facebook. They'll, you know, like, fucking possess her. People are watching. I don't think there's anything on Facebook. Um, yeah, someone tried to get into my Insta, I guess. I don't know what's going on with that. If you see any weird shit on my Facebook, people, it's not me because I haven't been on there in 10 days. I'm going to... Uh, are we going to get better at Twitter? No, I'm done. I told you, I got off Twitter a long time ago. My brain can't handle Twitter. I don't know how to use it. I'm actually trying to hold back saying a bunch of mean things right now. 
Can't Don't even. do that. Let's sign off then. I know. We probably should. All right. A lot of bad things I got to say. We're coming back to you either from the Spare Bedroom Studios or from the Chillin' by the Fire Cell Phone Studios. Uh, Chillin' by the Fire Cell Phone Studios. I like that. It's not long enough, though. I don't think <laughs> of the name. All right. Well, I'm Jeff, and he's Vinny. As always, love, peace, and chicken grease. We're out. And we are out.